This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. How do you craft amazing bebop lines over a minor blues so that you sound like a jazz pro? I'm going to walk you through the perfect minor blues solo coming right up. What's up, Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. So what musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve, no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another quick win episode of the podcast where we do all kinds of jazz standards tutorials, theory tutorials, as well as jazz improv tutorials like in today's episode. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss out on anything going on here. So I'm gonna show you this incredible minor bebop jazz solo and then I'm gonna walk you through what makes it so awesome and how you can apply these concepts in your own playing today. <laughs> Awesome solo and shout out to our in-house composer, Keelan Dimmick, who composes for our Minor Blues Accelerator course in our Inner Circle membership. So let's go ahead and jump right into this solo here. Let's start out right here over this D minor. And I think it's important that we look and see what's actually the chords in a D minor blues. So we have D minor seven for one bar, E minor seven flat five, A seven to D minor seven. That's a two, five, one. And then we go two, five, two, four, right? Cause that's what the blues is all about. It's about that one, four, five relationship. So. To the G minor and then back two, five to the one chord, the D minor. Then we do this B minor seven flat five, right? That's our sixth chord. And then two, five, one. So what makes this so awesome? So the first line goes like this. Okay, really awesome. Now essentially the note that I really want you to pay attention to is this one. Okay, and that is the C sharp note that's in there. Right? The C sharp is basically coming out of the melodic minor scale. That's the C sharp. And so that's very common, by the way, in jazz improv. And even technically, if you harmonize, for example, the melodic minor scale with seventh chords, the D minor seven is actually the D minor major seven for the one chord. So like this. So very common to make your minor one chords hip by adding the major seventh in there, right? So right, super great sounding when we do that, adds a lot of color, a lot of interest, right? So back to the C. Then what makes this really cool is basically we start kind of copying what we did before, but moving it somewhere else. So we go, right? So again, we're hitting that C sharp. Now, what makes this super beboppy is what's about to happen right here. We're going to go chromatically approach into that 2504. So we're going... 
radically approached the A natural over the A minor seven flat five. So chromatically approaching to get to that root note. Basically the root note is a target note. Now, this is what makes it truly bebop right here. Basically, we wanna look at this F sharp. The F sharp is the third of the D7, the five that's going to the four. So what we're gonna do is an enclosure like this. Right, that's starting at that G note. Then we go E natural, then we go F, then we go F sharp. That's our third. So this is what we call a chromatic enclosure. Our target note is that third, but we're going above in pitch, below, and then chromatically approaching to the third. So above in pitch, below, diatonically, chromatically, arriving at our third. And so basically, anytime you wanna make your solos sound super beboppy, try to add what we call these enclosure patterns using target notes like the thirds, like the sevenths, important chord tones to really draw out that sound. This is what Charlie Parker, Dizzy Gillespie, all the guys are doing. So if you're doing it too, you're gonna sound a lot more like them. Now, another thing that's really classic about this line here is after the enclosure, we hit this E flat note over the D7. Now the E flat is the flat nine. So it goes. Right, so that's so classic. Right, really, really, really beboppy. Really outlines that D7, making it a flat nine. So adding more tension with altered extensions is also a really, really good idea. Again, we have an enclosure over top of this G minor seven. So it went, right? So chromatically walking down below, above, arriving at the G. So below with the F sharp and then above with this A natural and then arriving at the G. So always, always, always think about enclosure patterns and how you can arrive at target notes. Now we're doing more enclosure patterns here when we go to the E minor seven flat five, A seven, back to the one chord, right? Transitioning from the four to the one. So we have, okay, so our target note is A, A natural over the A seven. So we're going B flat, G sharp to A, right? So that's a, again, an enclosure pattern above, below, arriving. This E natural over the D minor seven. Now the E natural is the ninth. So again, now we're actually not targeting just chord tones, we're targeting extensions, right? So really hip, but still an enclosure above, below with the C sharp, arriving at the E. Now that is simply just walking down a D minor arpeggio. love this part right here because this is quintessential bebop rhythm and this is over top of the b minor seven flat five we went so the triplet there triplet with two eighth notes see those triplet patterns again coming up in a second, but this is something that happens a lot in bebop, adding these triplety lines in there. So that's also something to consider when building out your solos as well. Let's move on because we're going to hit those triplets right now with the E minor seven flat five. This is the last, the last two, five, one ending off the solo here. So we go 
Okay, this is like Charlie Parker wrote this himself. Right, so the triplet. And basically it's chromatically walking up to this G note. Right now the G again, that's the third of the E minor seven flat five. So the third is our target note. And then our target note is E natural over top of the A, that's the five, right? So we're always thinking about target notes. So chromatically walking up and then we step down to the fifth of the A7. Now honestly, we're basically walking down using different notes from a harmonic minor scale. So it's like you're playing a D harmonic minor. So that's a little lesson for you is that if you want to outline sort of some of the flat nine sounds of the A7, you could play a harmonic minor of the chord that you're targeting, the chord you're resolving to from the five. So in this case, A7 to D minor seven, you could play D harmonic minor, right? But of course this is much more musical. This line at the end, again, we're using enclosure patterns, but we're targeting this B natural. That's another note from the melodic minor scale. Okay, that's the sound right there. So basically we're superimposing a D minor six over top there. So when we target the six or the major seventh on the minor one chords, it really sounds cool, really sounds hip, right? So we have, again, enclosure patterns there but using that minor six color tone as our target note. Ends again with an enclosure pattern. We go B flat, G sharp, A, right? So we're targeting the fifth. And then we just play it an octave up higher, right? So the three takeaways that I really want you to consider here is enclosure patterns, targeting chord tones, but also targeting extensions and playing melodic minor ideas as well as adding those triplet rhythms in is gonna give you great bebop sounding minor solos. So hope that you found this helpful and you take some action on this today. Try to implement some of these concepts that I just talked about. That's all for today's Quick Win episode. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate it. We're gonna be coming out with another episode soon. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll see you back then. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.